Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Unholy. The Unholy is a 2021 American supernatural horror film written, produced, and directed by Evan Spiliotopoulos, based on the 1983 novel Shrine by James Herbert. At its centre is Alice, a young, hearing-impaired girl who, after a supposed visitation from the Virgin Mary, is inexplicably able to hear, speak, and heal the sick. As word spreads and people from near and far flock to witness her miracles, a disgraced journalist hoping to revive his career visits the small New England town to investigate. When terrifying events begin to happen all around, he starts to question if these phenomena are the works of the Virgin Mary or something much more sinister. Cricket Brown. Cricky Brown. What a name. Man. Best name. Oh. Pretty good actress. She was, look, she's very good yep. Uh, yep. at acting um, and she's very, very good at acting in this. Yep. Um, I will say though, Damo, you said something interesting mm-hmm. uh, in your, just your plot summary there, which was that um, centering on Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, which that movie would be incredible if it was about Alice and from her perspective. 100%, um, dude. 100%. Except that's not the movie we watched. She's a secondary character in a movie where she should be the hero, and it's so fucking weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. His character feels forced in there at some points. Like even having a sleazeball uh, journalist. He's also a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Yeah. If you, yeah, I agree. That, like, if we were to fix this movie, that would 100%. Be my number one thing. Like while watching this movie, that was my thought process of like she's one instantly more interesting. Yep. This girl who is so devout believes this so wholeheartedly, but is basically being scammed by the devil. Like that is such a great plot, and it's such a great character arc. She's got to go from being devout and just believing everything religious to learning a lesson in <laughs> not just believing any sort of holy visage that comes her way. Yeah. Do you reckon this movie started out? Like that, and then at some point, producers got involved. Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a look and went, "Oh, this is interesting." And then they sort of shifted the role towards him. Hard to say. Well, like it's based off of a book. Yeah, uh, as I said in that intro. So I, I don't know. I haven't looked up the book actually. It'd be interesting to know. Yeah, if if the book 
centers on him or it centers on her. Mm. I imagine in a book you could get away with centering on them both. Yeah, I feel. yeah, true. Like, but and like, look, having said that, you could still he's he's an interesting character and he still goes on a nice journey. You just need ten minutes more of him not being a total douchebag at the start of this. Movie. Oh yes, because the problem is he's an he's like he nearly kills her drink driving and he hasn't done anything redeemable up to that point except boys look. Hot as fuck. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, we were. It was lucky that we were watching this movie in a cinema with other people in it. Because if I was watching this movie at home, I'll tell you what, you'd be dry, uh, and it would have needed seven <laughs> cold showers. <laughs> well, let's let's have a quick chat about our our watching of this movie because boys, we watched it together at the cinema, no less. Huge, big. Scary boys went to the movies. Our first time as a unit. For ages, I reckon. Yeah, the last one would have been... Over a um, year. Well over a year, and it would yep. have been, Tom, your favourite movie. Oh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Shit, yeah, probably, yeah. To be fair, actually, boys, at the time, I don't think we had the show, did we? Or we at least didn't plan that to be an episode. This is probably technically the first official Scaredy Boys venture. Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then to add a bit of extra flair to it, we actually went, there's a there's a new cinema near the three of us that is built inside of an old prison. <laughs> a haunted prison. <laughs> a haunted prison, no less. And as we learned, the, the D block, the block the cinema is in, was also where the gallows were. Yeah, it was fun. That was fun learning that. So it was my suggestion to say we go to this cinema because of its history, not realising just how f- fucking dumb that idea that was <laughs> and just how gallowsy it would prove to be. Uh, you look, undoubtedly spooky. Yes. But hey... Great cinema. Great cinema. Bloody love it. Best chock top in the business at that cinema. <laughs> uh, I'll have to I'll have to try next time. You you both missed out. So good. I respect a cinema that you can buy a beer and take oh, into yeah. the cinema yeah. with you. That's yeah. always good. Especially for cowards. We'll be back there, boys. There's a certain film on the horizon that we're gonna oh. go and see in the haunted cinema. Oh boy. Fucking hell. Yep. Does it start with con mm. and end with Juring? Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> we're all getting sweaty. I, I think I think I think one of the things that was nice with this. We've watched a lot of movies together, mm. but I think something that we underestimated was um, watching a horror movie together in the cinema. Yeah. You lose all of the because thi- you're in, one. You're in public. There are other people. It's dark. <laughs> yeah, you don't have your phone on you. Yeah. yeah, you lose all of the things that you get to. We use often as coping strategies. There is no dog to play with. No. There is no snacks. We can't talk loudly to one yeah. another. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was all gone. And like that was that was my experience because obviously the COVID of it all, it had been so long since I'd been to the cinemas and I was giddy at going to the cinemas. I was giddy going to the cinemas with my mates. The first sort of proper scaredy boys outing, as you said, Sean. And it wasn't literally until like the the trailers started and I realized, oh no, this isn't fun cinema. This is horror. Like, because I've literally like never seen a proper horror movie <laughs> at the cinema, I've never had this exact experience before. And then all the joy sort of just dripped out of me. It fell out of my fucking shoes because I yeah. was all of a sudden terrified. Yeah. Actually, you've seen one demo, I think. You saw The Ring, didn't you? That's true. That was one of my yeah. three. Yeah, I did see that at the cinema. And that's literally been the worst experience of my life. Yep. Yeah. Blocked that one out. <laughs> that's in the egg. That's for sure. There's nothing quite as chilling as watching a horror movie in the cinema. And as it's about to start and like the lights go down and the screen mm. like changes size or whatever. Yeah. And you realize... Oh, I'm in. Yes. Yeah. That moment of like doing that at home doesn't hit as hard because you're at home mm. and like you can turn a light on, but you're in there and there are other people and you're like, if I piss myself in front of strangers, <laughs> am I going to be okay with that? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, 
I don't that that's 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 a thought process that you know I didn't think I would have right. to ever have. That's something we all had to grapple with. Even when you, I think it was you, Tom, who suggested we go see this the the cinemas. My first thought was like, well, I've never pissed myself at the cinema before, so this will be a first. <laughs> but you're so right. Like our, our usual tricks were just out the window. Like even like normally, I talk about Carney's socks, and there was one point where I turned to you, Carney. So I'm like, Carney, I can't see your socks. Yeah, I really, I I failed you at that point because I don't think I was even wearing special <laughs> socks. I think they were just like black socks, and I was like, damn oh, it, mate. So as experiences go, this one was uh, full on for the movie itself. Disappointing. Yeah. It 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 hung in there for a while. Actually, I've just remembered there was like twenty minutes to go, and you leaned over Tom and said to me that it's close to a five. And I was like, Tom, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think I knew that. I don't think I said it's close to a five. You did. You did. You were so close, mate. I think I said if it. There was a point where I was like, if it if it goes a certain way, it could be a five, and then right. it took a hard right turn because Carrie showed up and started being like. I'm from Boston. <laughs> oh, that accent. I'm going to talk about the yeah. Boston Red Sox. <laughs> terrible actor. He's not. I don't, terrible. Ne- Do you reckon yeah. he's a terrible actor? Never made a good film. Oh, Robin Hood Men in yeah. Tights. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, you are correct. Robin Hood Men, Men in Tights. Tights. Superb. Thank you. That's it, though. I will punch you both in the dick. I didn't saw. I haven't seen the first Why saw. Why do you both hate Princess Bride so much? I <laughs> uh, don't hate it. I just think it's one of the most overrated films of all time. You... Tom, did you watch it when you were a child? Uh, yeah, well, 13. Yeah. I think there's a nostalgic attachment to it. If you come into it now as like a 30-year-old man, you're just going to be like, what's the fuss? <laughs> yeah, that, that that was my experience. Like, like I said in our Aliens app, there's so much cinema, classic cinema that I haven't watched. I've realized I'm lacking in my education. And so I came to that one later and it was fine. It was a good movie. It had a few laughs. It had some yeah. nice adventure elements. Obviously played on the fairy tale tropes. Yep. I enjoyed all of that. I just didn't walk away being like fucking best film ever that there you go. most people seem to do. Yep. Now that shouldn't be controversial. That's just what it is. If you're like Damo and I and you share that opinion, you should absolutely seek out Stardust. Oh, yeah. A great oh, yeah. film. Stardust is great. Yeah. Stardust is great. Yeah. I can agree that they're both good movies. I'm happy for you, Tom. But I will agree that old mate Carrie, he was good in mm. some of his older older work. I'm talking Princess Bride. I'm talking yeah. uh, Robin Hood. I'm yeah. talking Dracula. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh man. yeah. <laughs> oh boys. And then uh, and then he just he just picks up the phone and phones it in with. He's the only person. One. He's the only person doing an accent except for the farmer who uses the word <laughs> "wicked" earlier. Just yeah. to just to let everyone know we're near. We're in Massachusetts. Just, yes. This yes. guy's saying "wicked." Yeah. Um. He's hitting it and, hard. Yeah. It didn't have to be he, though. Like it didn't no, have no. to be Boston. No. no. So clearly, I mean, he's made that choice because <laughs> yeah. they could have rewritten yeah. that easily if he went. Look, I don't think I've got a stranglehold on this accent. <laughs> <laughs> but they just went with it. I think it's the opposite. I think he's recently gone, I've added the Boston accent to my repertoire. I want to pull yep. it out. <laughs> I'm with Damo. There is no way that they asked him to do this. He just no. came in guns blazing. And I think it's this guy's first movie too. So he, he managed to get some big names in it. And there's no way he's saying to Carrie, hey, mate, can you can you rein it in? <laughs> That's generally what he sounds like, though. Like yeah. I'm, I want people to know that I am not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what he sounds like in yeah. this movie. Yeah. It is like beyond a caricature of the Boston accent. Um, but I also love that you said he, he phoned it in because this was filmed during 2020, I think, all these parts of it were. Because afterwards, one of you guys sort of said, did you notice the green screen? Because there was points where clearly the actors were not in the same room, but they must have filmed them and shoved it together. We think. We think. We think. Unless we think, we think. it's just 
shot very bizarrely. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, maybe. It maybe. could be. It, it just, there's, yeah, there's that one scene where um, the journal, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, sexy Dean Morgan, is um, <laughs> interviewing the two priests. Yes. And it's just clear that the three of them are not, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is on location. Right. The two priests are not, and they're also not in the same room as one another. No, I agree. Because, yeah. like, they're kind of not looking at one another because they don't want to fuck up the eye level. I yeah. know, which is wild. Do you think of a movie like um, Roger Rabbit? Is that what I'm thinking of? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Framed yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Where they have to get an eye line. One of the greatest movies of all one time. One of the greatest movies of all times. And they have to get, like, Bob Hoskins never misses an eye line in that film, even though he's talking <laughs> to animated tunes. Yeah. And yet, in this movie, they can't find the eye line. It is. Yeah. Wild. Hmm. Bob goes so hard in that movie, and he that movie doesn't necessarily even deserve. Like it does actually, but going into that movie, Bob Hoskins didn't have to go as hard as he did, but he did, and oh. I'm glad. I want to thank you, Bob. Yeah, he is for- just as crucial to that film as Michael Caine is to Muppet Christmas Carol. Ex- yes, 100%. they bring the same energy. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, they commit. Like I, for that movie, I would love to do it on this podcast. We could do it even as a horror because there are definitely some scenes that freak the fuck out of me, especially watching it as a kid. Mm. You know which scene I'm talking about. Mm. Yep. Or we could do it as a chaser because it's also just a fucking great movie. Yeah, I'm down. Look, this is unrelated to... This is a Roger Rabbit fact, but I'm going to say it anyway. Great. And maybe we've talked about this at other points before, but there's a fact that... Um, so it's the first time Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse ever appear t- together on screen in a movie and they've never done it again. Um and there was a stipulation from Warner Brothers and a stipulation from Disney mm. that if they had them both in there, they had to speak the exact same amount of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> so they both have the scene that they both appear in, they both have the same amount of lines. Love That's that. great. Yeah. Look, I think it's I think it's pretty telling that for this movie We've spoken about it for maybe three minutes so far. <laughs> because it, it was uh, yeah, just... Look, there's, there's, look, it starts off really strong. The yeah. first 20 minutes, really good. There's some good scares. No, no, there's no, no, some Tom, interesting stuff Tom, going on. Tell us about your chalk top. What was the flavour? <laughs> <laughs> so it was chalk mint. It was chalk mint, but it wasn't just chalk mint, boys. It was like a chalk mint, but cookies and cream. Oh, so yes. the chalk part oh, boy. was like crumbly. And it, was, it wasn't just like a... It wasn't like a, a store-bought chalk top. They had scooped in ice cream oh. into a cone... And then put the chocolate on it to then set. Tom, that sounds delicious. Speaking of delicious, sexy Dean Morgan, and we're back. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Man, he's a delicious man. He's a delicious, delicious man. (laughs) But again, poorly cast. Well, not even poorly cast. Well cast. Poorly executed in that he should not have been the main character. I, I even like his character. I just looked up. He was in the book. It was unclear from my quick Wikipedia research whether he was the protagonist or not in the book. He was His character was in the book. But again, Alice should have been the main character. He could have been supporting because you kind of need him to do some of the investigative heavy lifting. Yeah. But her story is so much more interesting. And like, like we said, Cricket is bringing it. Ridiculous name, wonderful name, but she's bringing it. She's, she's so good. She's doing though. a very good job in this film. Uh, yeah, I just I just want someone to immediately turn around and remake this movie with her as the protagonist. I think it'd be great. Yeah, she is like the the great thing about this. There is one thing you can take away from this film, and mm. that is that she is great, and also yeah. that the the premise is cool. Just premise not is well great. Executed. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah agree. So it's, it's not a it's not a hopeless film. By no, any no. Stretch. And like it it even starts interestingly and terribly. Where we we're seeing the through the eyes of um, a woman back in whatever friggin' year it was, like a hundred years ago during the witch trials or whatever, I assume. Yep. And we're hearing a hammering, we're hearing a squelching. Oh yeah. Oh, and it's so yeah. brutal and terrible, and you don't really know what's happening other than it's awful. And then obviously jumps forward in time, blah blah blah. And so yeah, I agree that the the premise is great. I I do think the first twenty minutes are really good. Um, the horrible little doll. 
in near the tree that's buried under the tree. Love that mythology. Hate that fucking doll. Oh, yep. Can we just don't put things in a doll? <laughs> like if you were if you're a bunch of like Christian Puritans who are killing witches, and you're like, this witch is the evilest witch we know. We're going to bind her soul to an object. Bind her to a brick and drop it in the bottom of the ocean. Don't bind her to a doll and bury her <laughs> under the tree in which she was killed. Clever, Tom. Also, yeah. bury very shallowly. Yeah. Make it a good six foot at least. Pretend it's a fucking grave, if not more. Like Lazy. It is right on the surface. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's jump right into were we scared? Yes, yeah. initially, yeah. because we were in a cinema and we'd made a giant mistake. A Especially when the mistake. when the nails were getting hammered in, we were all kind of like, "What have we yeah. done? What the fuck have we done? Terrible Why mistake! We- terrible, and terrible, awful terrible. scares in this. Like yeah. the scene where he has the dream and she comes out of the river and just like just slowly like skitters towards him and just her face. Oh yeah, yeah. all the time she appears behind him. Yes, there are some genuinely fucking terrifying scenes in this. Yeah. Undercut by some just insane choices. Yes, Tom, I think there are moments where it's like very creepy mm. and scary, but then they kind of get to a point in the film where it drags out a bit too long and then it just becomes silly. Yeah, yeah. Like I got to the point where I was like, ah, okay. When a man gets killed by a burning crucifix while doing an exorcism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wasn't earned. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, look, I, I definitely had plenty of scares. And this is what it, this movie did do the scares well, but it also. It leaned heavily on the usual barrel of tricks, which isn't necessarily even a bad thing. Like, obviously, you know, you think of the Conjuring movies, which we loved. They kind of do the same thing, but they've also got the plot to back it up. Yes. Where, like, for example, there was the scene where every time he was going into his hotel room, you've got the red hotel light. It's very ominous. It's a great setting. But it wasn't earned. Like, yeah, she, I know there was one time where she did appear in the background. And then every time since then, we were kind of tense. And then, yes, she does kind of like appear in his hotel room, even at one point. But then nothing came of it. Yeah. There was like that actually didn't lead to anything in the story. It was just there to make us be afraid at that point. It was just cheap. It's cheap. And you like, you know, we've watched enough. I would definitely not say I'm an expert yet, but we've watched enough horror to go. Yeah, you can do that and it'll work, but it's forgettable. If you do that 
within the context of the story. So it pushes the story forward. Now you've really got me because that was inevitable now. That was always going to happen. Yep. The scariest thing is something that we mentioned before, and it was that newfound sense of being trapped because we're at the cinema. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's that just that that lock-in feeling of like, ah, oh, I don't have my usual tricks. Yep. Um, it's even like not really socially acceptable for Tom to do his IMDb detective work on his phone <laughs> not, in a cinema. Do you know what is acceptable though? You can still put your hand over your face. I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> actually, actually, Damo crawled up in his chair at certain points. Oh, There's a snug little bug yeah. there. <laughs> there was one point that really got me, and I think it's exactly what you're saying, Carnes, where I didn't have my usual tricks. It was a point where I would have used those tricks, hmm. where well, he, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was looking into the water. And you know something's going to come out of that water. Yeah. Like, it's not even subtle, but it, it managed to hold on for just the right amount of time that I had kind of looked away, looked back because I couldn't look at my phone. I couldn't look at Carney's socks. I had to keep watching the screen. It's fucking huge <laughs> and in front of me. And then out she came and I fucking jumped. And I'm not proud of it, but I did. I jumped in my seat. I think you grabbed my arm. I did grab your arm a little bit. Yeah. And then I was like, sorry, sorry, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> After that, I just felt, yeah, that was the height of it for me. And then after that, that's where the silliness started to creep in and I wasn't as affected by it. Yeah. From that point, it's then like early on, it it seems like some interesting because it's just like she's just doing this because it's revenge and she's like the idea that you have it literally the devil effectively or the devil's girlfriend or whatever the thing is. (laughs) Yeah. Pretending to be the Virgin Mary is such a cool thing. It's great. The version of her that Alice sees compared to the Mm -hmm. version that. The sceptical journalist sees is just a really nice touch. And you've got all these little breadcrumbs of like the priest finding out and being doubtful of it. But then they just kind of, they they introduce a cool, interesting priest guy whose job is to test miracles and he dies in the most shit way possible. 100%. They kill off the other priest in a just kind of, you don't, it's kind of spooky and whatever, but it happens off screen. And then. The main priest is just like, oh, I don't care that it might be Satan. Like, I know. It's also Carrie used with the worst fucking accent yeah. that's ever appeared <laughs> oh. on screen. I don't care that it might be Satan. <laughs> We're brothers from when we grew up in Boston. <laughs> what was the word? I can't remember what he said. What was that one it word? Was in that the, said oh, very funny. I think he was doing like a um it was it was during the sermon at the end. Yes. Oh, watch. He was like, watch yeah. over me. God <laughs> me. <laughs> it was that was great, but there was something else he said where I was just like, I've never heard it said like that before in my life. I'd love to know if if any listeners are from Boston. Yeah. Can you just watch this movie, just the Carrie Hughes part, and tell us, does anyone you know actually speak like that? Like, has he taken it to a level where you're like, even Bostonites are like, nah, man, you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Mark Wahlberg's probably beating the shit out of him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marky Mark, yeah. But yeah, so great premise. Uh, the Mary stuff is really great. It's it's even actually really great that it's it's based in somewhat of reality. So they, they'd mentioned throughout the piece these three other um, sort of events. There's Lords in France, Fatima and Medjugorje or something like that, where they've all blown up and become these like sanctuaries of religious beliefs where like yeah this little town has exploded so all those three that they mentioned they're real they all really happened and it was all virgin mary as well oh cool cool but also not cool tom you yeah, know yeah, i look i agree but i will say this there's also like there's a point midway in this film where it looks like it's going to do something really interesting but yeah then you realize there's only like 15 minutes to go and it wastes it and it's when basically the the kind of whole idea of like false idols and like worship and like church v commerce yeah, like faith yeah, yeah, yeah. that equals money like the big mega churches it looks like it's going to have something interesting to say about that sure for 10 seconds yeah and then it's just like 
But also they nailed the metal mask to her face. Right. Tom, that, that's the moment when you leaned across and said, if they lean into this, yep. five stars. I agree. That's what it was. If, if they nailed yeah. that, if they yeah. had gone harder on that, that would be a really interesting thing where basically yes. the devil is using the commercialization of the church to turn Christians to hell. Ah, oh, good. Right. Good and like that, that could have been Alice's story because she was so devout. But our Jeffrey Dean Morgan character did not give a fuck. He was only doing it so he could become famous journalist again. Like, so it, that that had no stakes within our protagonist's arc. Mm. So why the fuck should we, the audience, care? Yep. And again, that's where it should have been Alice's story. And like, they should have, and they definitely should have leaned into that yep. more with her realizing just how corrupt her religion is. And like, you've even got Carrie Hughes's character, this priest who doesn't give a fuck. He's just doing it for the likes, basically. Mm. Yep. All right, well, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Jeffrey Dean is the dumbest man, but the most beautiful man, but the dumbest man in this movie. Very dumb. Don't smash the child yeah. doll. He thing. smashed the fucking doll willingly. Fuck me. He's an idiot. I fucking hate him. To be honest, I lost respect for him for something very tedious, which was just the way that he held his camera. <laughs> no self-respecting photojournalist would hold a camera. In that fashion. That's hilarious. So I just looked at him and went, you suck. Does he hold it by the lens all the time? Yeah, he holds it just the... You hold it from... Un- like uh, A professional would hold it from underneath, yeah. not over the top like he does. Also, like when they showed brief examples of the photos he was taking, they are terrible photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... They're not going to publish those. I'll tell you what it made me think of. You know, like in action flicks where cops hold their gun sideways because it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, he went from being like taking photos to just stop. He, d- he didn't care about photos anymore. He was all video after that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Just a weird unit. Yeah. Bad at his job. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. I mean, we've established that he was bad at his job because he got fired from his yeah. job for being bad at his job. But yeah, like even if you're not someone who's like superstitious or afraid of you know the supernatural mm. or cowards like us, you wouldn't dig up a creepy looking doll and then smash it. Right. Like, why would you do yeah. that? That's just so dumb. He has to do it for the film to exist. It's yeah. the kicking the stones. Yeah. But but man, why would you? Do yeah that? yeah yeah. It's yeah. It's not. A, he's not a clever man. No. no. Too sexy. Too sexy. That's the problem. <laughs> he's had it easy in life. He's been all sexy all the time. He doesn't have to be smart when you're that sexy. He's living in a I, bubble. I, just, I cannot stress. I cannot stress enough how hot he is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm not actually attracted to Jeffrey Dean Morgan in anything else I've ever seen him in. I've been watching an episode of Supernatural and been like, yeah, I want to fuck the dad. Like that's not a that's not a thought process I've ever had. But in this movie, it's like. What's what's going on? What's going on, JDM? <laughs> he's bringing something. He's got a charisma. Maybe it's the salt mm. and pepper beard. I don't know, but there's something there. I think it's yeah, the maybe, beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it is the yeah. salt, salt and pepper beard and all the weird tattoos and mm. I don't know. He just he's a piece of shit. Mm. <laughs> Tom, apparently, you're you're attracted to pieces of shit. Well, no, like I'm not. Like yeah, <laughs> you are now. I am now. You got a new fetish, brother. <laughs> Enjoy it. Relish it. It's great. <laughs> Happy for you. Thanks, boys. Thanks. However, you also have now acted foolishly. Yes. You are not in the wise category. No. Yeah. So, yeah, look, pretty foolish across the board. Obviously, Carrie uses characters just a big old piece of shit yeah. and not in a yeah. sexy way. No. And he's got a terrible accent. Um, like, Alice, like, sure, I guess she acts, acts foolishly. but She has no choice. Yeah, she has no choice. Exactly right. And no other option. She's She works, again, she's clever to the best of her she's abilities. She's very young as well. Yes. And the minute she, the minute she realizes it's... It's not what she thought it yeah. was. She pivots away from it straight yeah. away. Again, should have been her story. Ah, uh, makes me so angry yeah. that it wasn't wasn't her story. So yeah, look, pretty foolish, I would say, other than maybe Alice. 
um, which tells you everything you need to know about this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we just? Can we just before we move on from yeah. this point? I've just remembered there's a plot point in this where at the end of the movie. Alice dies and is brought back to life. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot about that. And I've thought about this a lot, but there's any movie I think that has the devil in it and, like, exorcisms and we've got to stop the devil. Yeah. By that extension of logic, in that movie, God is real. Oh, yes, you're right, Tom. God is real in this movie. It is It is heavily implied yeah. that God is yeah. real. But, I mean, like, I, I've had this discussion with someone before where, like, any movie where the devil is real, then God also has to be real. And in which case, what the fuck are you doing, God? Yeah. Why are you letting the devil run these tricks all over town and you're doing nothing about it. I love that. That's just the fact that God is just absent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that like that plot point that drove me. Like I guess that was Jeffrey Dean Morgan's arc where he actually became religious. Yeah. And I look and I look even the finishing shot we finish away from the church and there is sort of this sense of like hey, God's good, Catholicism's great. Yeah. That's the way to win the day. Uh, that doesn't always sit well with me. No. Doesn't it shot end with the, they there. go to the Virgin Mary statue again and she's looking evil? And she's bleeding. Her eyes You're are right. bleeding. You're right. They leave the church and then they kind of go back to that. Well, they leave the, the exterior of the church, I think, and go into it maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. And then it's just sort of the camera zooms in and the eyes are bleeding again. Which And like that, what a fucking one, cliche- Two, what is what does that mean? What are we meant to take from that? Yeah, like it shouldn't even oh, be possible. Exactly right. Based on the the <clears throat> logic of the film, yeah, it shouldn't work. Actually, questionable boys, logic. I'm about to blow you away because technically it should be possible based on the logic of the film. Why? She only dies if Alice dies, and Alice is alive again at the end of the movie. No, no, but in theory, Alice dying killed it, and then God brought Alice back to life. Mm. Well. God, God sucks. I've always established. <laughs> it does there's this? Um, this just remind me when I was in Edinburgh a few years ago. There's this story. I can't remember her name. If there's any Scottish listeners, and you know, please let us know. There's this story of a woman who was um, sentenced to death. A criminal who'd been sentenced to death, and they hung her. She died, but then later resuscitated. And she argued, "I've been served my punishment. I died as you wanted. <laughs> I, I was killed." Yeah. And they agreed and let her go. I love that. I, I think that's great. Too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So in the logic of Edinburgh, uh, yeah, Mary should be done because uh, price paid. Yeah. That's that's yeah, and that's what they were doing. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's powerful. I didn't really love <laughs> sexy Dean Morgan's little speech to God, where he's just like, oh, "Hey, hey, man, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not very good at this," and it's like, "Oh, come on." Oh, that is the most cliched. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really do. Do praying much? Yeah, stop praying and start kissing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, horny Tom, just 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 pull it in. All right, oh boy, well, that actually Holster. brings me scarily close to what would we do? Because Tom, you're way too horny. Jeffrey mate. Dean Morgan, that's what I'd do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you would do. turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, boy, who are we in this? I think we're Alice, right? I think we're Alice as well. I think so. Yeah. If if that's who yeah. the protagonist should have been, I think that's who we should be in this. Uh, or are we Jeffrey Dean investigating? Are we have the Scaredy Boys been contacted by a small town in Boston, Massachusetts to investigate it? Actually, yeah, we're Jeffrey Dean. Well, let's split it up. Maybe I'll be Alice. Yeah. Sean, you're Jeffrey Dean. Okay. Tom, you're Jeffrey Dean's assistant, who's super horny for Jeffrey Dean. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. But no, I think I think I think this. I, I think we we don't even have to be characters. I think we can yeah. just be the scaredy boys. A listener okay. has emailed us and been like, "Hey, I've got a spooky." No, story no, no, for no. I'm Jeffrey Dean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're my assistant. My first right. act as Jeffrey Dean is to give you the camera because you're probably a better photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and my my act as your assistant is to just send you photos of my junk. So. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, how would the Scaredy Boys do this? Um, obviously, the doll has already been smashed. We yeah, can't yep. really avoid that. No. Um, what happens if we just leave town? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, like, I, I mean, with, with, with Alice performing miracles, there's a natural draw there. Like, for me, who's obviously, I would be somewhat skeptical. So let's say I'm not Alice. I would I would want to see what happens. Okay. Because at the moment, it doesn't seem sinister, right? Off the bat. Yes. And I, I also think the issue with us leaving town is, as it is heavily implied that um, because they live stream the event, anyone who believes in her is affected by her. Yeah. So that girl who's watching it in her bedroom from like another state, yeah. if if I, I think leaving town, would we wouldn't be safe. Like. I agree. I agree. Well. Yeah, you have to leave town and like not watch any part of it ever. Mm. Well, no, but I think she's then out and powerful and like alive and invincible, and she's going to take Alice's body. Yeah. So then she's just like, yeah, a super powerful witch Satan woman <laughs> in a in a normal body with not a metal plate over her whole face. Yeah. So we have to save the world. We have to save the world. And Carney, so you're Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. You need to be given how this movie ran. But I'm a coward. I want to run. <laughs> I don't want the story anymore. I don't, I don't think we can, boys. I think I think we'll be okay. And here's why: okay. there are rules in this film. I love me some. There rules. are instructions. There are rules. There are research involves reading books. Something that we like oh, to do. I love it. I think if we follow the rules, and I think we need to like, for example, early on when we're about to do an exorcism, is teach the other priest how to run sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he he's yeah. a, he could have been a weapon, that man. Run a few basketball drills with him. Yeah, get him get him to be able to fucking dodge that falling cross. Yeah, if he move if he learns how to move laterally, mm. they say. Yeah, we go to him. We don't go to Carriols because we go that Boston accent's fake as that. Oh, that's fake as We kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just kill him. <laughs> yeah, we'd run him over drink driving. That's- <laughs> be like, oh, that was wicked smart. You just fucking run him over. <laughs> Oh man! Anyone from Boston who listen to this episode is going to be like, they want to talk about his accent. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm I'm very sorry for that hate crime. I think I just committed. Hey, hey, we're not uh, professional actors. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm guilty yeah. too. <laughs> so yeah, look, I think you're right. So it's Mon- Monsignor Delgade. I think was his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, yep. we got to get him on board. He's actually the answer. Like when he died, not only was it infuriating because what a fucking dumb death. Like he had so much time to dodge that burning falling cross. But also, like, that was a nice setup. You had someone whose job it was to investigate this thing and, and find out if it was real or fake. He found out it was real, too real. In fact, if anything, it was a it was a big con by the devil. Like, that was a really nice plot line yep. that was so stupidly ended. Yep. So I agree. I think we're cowards, yes. He wasn't a coward. If we can save him, we've saved ourselves. So we need to use our understanding of horror tropes to keep him alive yeah. long enough to, for him to save the day. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're not saving the day. That's yeah. the yeah. easiest job in the world. We can do this. All right. Well, look, uh, I guess, like we said, we don't, we're don't. we not fans of Carrie Hughes' character because he's got his fucked accent. He's dead. So, yep. cool. Uh, the, only other, the only other priest there is William Sadler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not trusting to make me a ham sandwich if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, let's get rid of him. Give him a pack of darts. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> He's sorted, yeah. So yeah. then, great. We're left with the Monsignor, who's clearly... He's got a pretty sort. He seems capable as fuck. Carney, you can walk yeah. up to him. You're Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You can be like one hot guy to another hot guy. Yeah. I'll just seduce him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While Tom watches from the bushes. There's no doubt he wants it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like... <laughs> 
I mean, do we go the other way? And that's like the devil's putting Alice up on the worldwide stage and people are believing in her. Do we put Jeffrey Dean Morgan up on the worldwide stage? Give them someone else to believe in. Yeah. Also, can we just go back to the film at the end when he says to that crowd in the tent, he's trying to convince them, ah, I just made it up. Yeah. It's like, mate. We're too far gone. People have witnessed miracles that she has performed. <laughs> That's a great They're not going to believe a hack journalist is just like, ah, I wanted the clout. I made it up. You're right. an idiot. Yeah. Especially because he doesn't have any answer for how he pulled off these so called fake miracles. Like, yeah. you had so many witnesses and cameras, and this kid yep. had a history of not being able to walk. Now he's walking. Like, yep. fuck me. All right. Then in that case, basically, what we really need is Jeffrey Dean Morgan's or your hotness, Carney. Yeah. In this movie, strong enough to distract people from the Virgin Mary performing miracles. Yeah. Is Jeffrey Dean Morgan's hotness strong enough to defeat the devil? In this movie... It is. Yes. Yes. We're in yeah. consensus. I think I think he just has to take his shirt off and all the cameras point to him. Mary never... Alice never gets a look in. Right. If we see that salt and pepper yep. chest hair, done. Day safe. And then, boys, 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 then we knock, me, we knock Alice out. Throw her in the ocean. That's that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like you said, Tom, they should have you know tied a brick to the doll and sunk it. We just do that with Alice. Mm. Actually, she's the last of the bloodline, right? Yeah. Well, you just shoot her in the head. I'm not. I'm not proud of this, but the answer is honestly, mm. kill Alice. Yeah. That literally saves the day. And don't bring her back. Don't go. Don't go begging to God to bring her back. Look, I mean, if it's between Cricket Brown and the world. <laughs> The world wins. Oh, I'm choosing Cricket Brown. It's a good name. It is a good name. We have to keep that name alive, to be <laughs> honest. Oh, the devil The devil wins again. Oh, that friggin' devil. Well, no, look, if Tom's so enamored by your hotness, Carney, all you have to do is be like, hey, Tom, go kill that kid. That's right. I don't even have to do it. My hands are clean. I'll do it. Crime of passion. I will do it. I'll go to jail for it. I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. I'll be like, did the devil make you do it? And I'll be like, nah, God did. Yeah, Damo, I feel like to tie things up, though, we kill Tom after he's done that. Probably safest, mate. Just to clean the book. This is like, this is a rare situation where I think we've betrayed Tom. (laughs) Well, it's finally, it's come to a point where we've used his horniness and his traitorousness, and um, we're just going to flip it on its head. It's beautiful. It's, it's fucking tied a sweet little bow around it. Yeah. I feel good about this. I feel one. really good. Tom, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I got to be I got to be Jeffrey D. Morgan just living my best life over here. God. All right, maybe this movie was all right. Maybe we liked it. Nah, but still shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners have any comments about this episode, would like to say hi or suggest a movie for us to watch, you can email us at 3 boys at gmail.com com or you can find us on Twitter at Scaredy Boys or individually I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared everyone. Stop praying and start kissing. Mm. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.